loaded. Windows 40 trillion DPI 95. I'm Helen Ip. And I'm Justin Carter. We're two designers and weirdos and friends. And every other week we get together to talk about design. Sometimes this is design as a discipline. Think logos, platforms, color, typography. Other times this is just regular news or things happening in the world that we look at through the lens of design. Today, we're spending the entire episode talking about Microsoft's new default font. So stay tuned, we clearly have a lot to cover. We clearly, clearly have a lot to cover. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's, let's... So as opposed to normally when we do these conversations, I actually already know what you're bringing today because you brought it earlier on this week. And then you're bringing right. it again because we needed to Bring fill. Bring it again. We needed to <laughs> fill it out a little. We needed. We just. We just didn't. I wanted to talk about it with you more. So tell me a little bit. <laughs> yes. Yes. Tell yes, Justin. Me, <laughs> Helen, what do you have for us this, us this week? Well, Justin, um, I don't know if you were uh, perusing Wired.com at all in the always, last week always, and a half or always. so. <laughs> but um, I came across this article that was all about how Microsoft is um, attempting to, or they are kind of openly making transparent their conquest to change their default font for Microsoft Word. Right. Um, so the title of the article is, Even Calibri's creator is glad that Microsoft is moving on. Microsoft is switching up its default font for the first time since 2007. Right. Um, and yes, and I saw and, and I saw and I yes. saw this, and I think I don't know where I saw yes. it. Like somebody tweeted it, and they're asking people. Like Microsoft is asking people to vote by tweeting at them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which is kind of how do you? That I mean, that strategy is like so. Like I think about like RuPaul's Drag Race from like 2009. And, like, oh, wow. I remember when they would have, like, the hashtags and be like, you know, or, or tweet at us at blah, blah, blah to vote for uh, your your top four, dra- uh, the, one of the drag queens in the top four or whatever. It's, like, for a, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, well, it's, like, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, first of all, it's not a real election. They're just asking people. They've, they're exactly. making their own decision be, uh, behind, you know, um, whatever. Behind the curtain. Behind the curtain. Yeah. I think one thing that's yeah. interesting, I, I want you to say more about it. I think one thing I was thinking about today about this was, like, it would be really fun to just, like, have a free-for-all election. Like, really have an election. Oh, Do you know what purely I mean? democratic. Purely real. Like, what would, what would people come to? Do you know what I mean? Like, I just wonder. Yeah. Like, because I think there's, yeah. I think corporations put out these, like, interact with us on social media vote for your favorite flavor of mm-hmm. cheetos and they already have mm-hmm. made the cheetos they don't really care what you're gonna say but mm-hmm. they want you to play mm-hmm. with it you know what i mean like yeah. and then interact yeah. with it in some way and i think this is the same thing like they're making i don't know totally. they're making cheetos they're making like saltines yeah. but like it's like <laughs> <laughs> but functional functional, functional. Saltines. right saltines that will carry <laughs> the you know the the cheese whatever cheese whatever cucumbers that you want to put on them anyways so okay so say so they've created they're they're changing their default font what is their default what is their default font now oh well it's uh so the current default is is calibri which is sort of a nonchalant uh neutral looking more or less 
sans serif. Wait, do I feel you like I'm it's... making the the worst grimacing faces trying to describe it because I'm I'm like I'm really like scratching my brain surface for like adjective. Right. I mean, do you feel like it's nonchalant? I feel like it's. I don't feel nonchalance from it. From Calibri. Oh well, I I. <laughs> what do you feel from it, Justin? Uh, I don't know. I gotta look at it really quick. <laughs> I mean, I would say you know I feel very little from it. Um, well, maybe I'm feeling nonchalant about it. Ah, I know? see. I see. It strikes. It's not. It itself is not nonchalant. It's just there, and uh-huh. I'm just nonchalant about it. Right. Which yeah. is. I mean, which is kind of the idea of a default font. Or it seems to be. Right. It is the, it's the, I would say, actually, I want to kind of, like, step back from this, because I feel like, is okay. the, ex, is this sort of, like, accepted whatever wisdom is that it sort of blends in. It's sort of yeah. neutral. And I was thinking about this, like, yeah. if Microsoft Word is a notebook, what kind of notebook is it? Is it a... Oh, that's a good, that's a good analogy. Do you know what I mean? Like, is um, it a, is it like hmm. whatever, the 99 cent notebook that you get at the Yeah, no, store? it's the one with the binder holes in it and the spiral coil mead. Uh, the, not the wide rule, but the, right. the narrower Right, rule. it's a narrow rule. Right, but it's yeah. not, it's not the kind that has the like black and white modeled dots you know, no, it's, it's not as cool. It's no, not as cool. That's no. a throwback. Composition That's books a, are kind of cool. Those are throwbacks. Justin, yeah, those are too cool. cool. No, it's got to be like one of the kind. It's, you know, like the, um, it's like that one soft cover uh, with the binder holes in it book where it's like, it either comes in like a crazy 4K blue or like a straight up red or like academic green. Right, or right, They, they right. have like kind of a Barney purple. I like always, really yeah, yeah, there's purple. so many. I mean, yeah. like, and then, but then, of course, yeah. there's also the moleskin, right? Like, there's, like, what notebook oh, is that, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> I mean, and if you want to get even more niche, there's, you know, the right in the rain notebooks, sure. the ones that are waterproof? Sure, Yeah, Those that's that's my kind of vibe. But... Okay, oh, that makes sense. That <laughs> totally makes sense. Well, oh, my God, I don't know why I didn't guess that about you. That's so, you, like... <laughs> well, no, for me, it's always been who, a like, dream to, like... food fights. Like, of course you have that, like... <laughs> No, well, well, for me, it's always been like a like a idealized dream to to be able to write in my journal when I'm taking a bath, um, <laughs> or like if I need to take a note when I'm like in the shower, I'm like, hold on one second, right. and I get my my write in the rain notebook, and it doesn't matter if it's wet because it's waterproof. <laughs> I just always know. write my notes in steam on the glass. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's so um, temporary of you. Right. Um, I just, you know, the ephemeralness of it, you know, like, right. uh, yeah. comes and goes. But anyways, okay, yeah. so Microsoft is replacing Calibri. Yes. And did they say why? Um, okay, so this is the, this is the reason why, uh, according to this article, um, since 2007, Calibri has performed its duties with absolute modesty. It never became a typographical darling like Helvetica, but it didn't create many enemies either. We're not seeing customers turn against it, which does happen with fonts, says Simon Daniels, the principal program manager at Microsoft Office Design. Nothing is wrong with Calibri. It's simply, it's simply that after almost two decades, Daniels figured it might be time to try something new. Uh, and then uh, he, he says... <laughs> I often think of this Roger Black quote, which says that fonts are basically like clothing for your ideas, says Daniels. So what we're saying is that Calibri has gone out of fashion. 
<laughs> but Calibri was not. I mean, that's the thing. It's not like Calibri. It's like. <laughs> it's not like. It but okay. Was, it wasn't, but like, okay. But fashion you think of Calibri is, as fashion is like a very. Is a very like I don't know well, stretching the word fashion in that sense. Anyway, stretched. Sure. It is stretched. Sure. Yeah, like, I mean if you think about Calibria's clothing, and I'm and I actually pants. pulled up cargo pants. I, I mean not even Khaki. dude. Like I even I, I pulled up a um it's a grid comparison of some other default fonts next to Calibri. So like in the grid there's Garamond, Verdana, Ariel, Tahoma, Helvetica. And if you were to, like, think about all those fonts as clothing, too, Calibria is, like, literally, like, not even a Hanes beefy tee. No. You know what I'm saying? No, like, the kind not. that you get in a three-pack, it's, it's not. not even that. Well, I mean, I think it does fit into a sort of world of, like, um, do you know, are you familiar with the brand Morona? Oh, that's a Target brand. Yes. yes. <laughs> 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 yeah. So you, like, so you feel like it's like, but I feel like that's one thing I think now that Calibri is free from being the default Microsoft font, I feel like it could become a Target brand. You know what? You're totally right. You know Threshold? That's another Target brand. Threshold? I have a, yeah, oh, Threshold. is that the one it's that a, like looks it's like, like... It's like the housewares brand. Oh. And you can get like fitted sheets for $18. I went, size. I went to Target <laughs> once and I saw they had, you know, they, it was a time they had like long sleeve graphic tees with like grids and like tie dyed stuff. It was very what? like... Very wow. like cool, but it was like one of those things because it can't say anything and it can't have any like concrete content. Like it looked yeah. like you were an extra in someone else's cartoon or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, Right. Well, so, like, to my point about it not even being a Hanes beefy tee of a three-pack, like a white T-shirt, like a plain unisex white T-shirt, it, it, it's more the idea of a T-shirt right? as opposed to an actual shirt, if that makes any sense. Yeah, or, like, I mean, it, it's... It feigns, it feigns a kind of presence that we are all very familiar with and we understand it as such, but is it really, is there substance? Right, right. I kind of think it was designed to like be that shell of, of, uh, of presence and like comprehension, right? Because they right. talk about it being like neutral and all that. And like, so there, in, in, if you think about it that way, it's kind of, I don't want to say genius, but it's kind of like, oh, that's actually kind of, no. Almost conceptually interesting. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, and this is something that I want to say, and I think we, we sort of talked a little bit about these fonts the other day, but I think one thing that I yeah. do want to acknowledge, too, is, like, the the designer of the font, Lucas DeGroote is his name. Yes, yes, Lucas um, DeGroote. Uh-huh. I think he's funny. I mean, and again, we're talking shit on Calibri, but he's funny, one hand, because he presents himself as, like, a star designer, and he's very he's very, like... It's pictures of himself looking thoughtful or whatever, which I think is a funny way to present yourself. But anyways, that that aside um, is that designing a system like this is super, super, super difficult. Oh, and extremely. like designing yeah. any font, I have such respect for anyone who does it, yeah. you know, like, and I yeah. think it's like amazing because, you know, it's like if you ever you're like, oh, I can make a font and then you sit down and it's like, oh it's so God. complex and it's so difficult yeah. and it always yeah. looks awful. And like, so yeah. I think just being able to make something like this is really, really special. I think I don't, I don't particularly respond to it. And I think, but I think it's doing a great job at what 
they're trying to do with it. And maybe I'm yeah. more like interested yeah. in the usage of it and like the idea right. of creating something like this. But I guess I don't want to denigrate like Lucas's work is, and he's like super pro and really good at it. And it works in multiple totally. languages. It works across yeah. all these different things. It's accessible for people who, you know, like for people to be able to see it under different conditions of accessibility and stuff. So there's all these really wonderful things about it um, yes. that I do want to just kind of like highlight for a second um, because I think it is really cool. Um, you know, yeah. in, and in I also, way. I would also say to that point too, though, like the way that I think designers such as me or I tend to assess these types of aesthetic decisions is very much from like another, a whole other like side of things, right? Where it's like, you know, thinking about personality and character and in a, in a point of view. And um, whereas, you know, obviously, you know, exactly what you just said earlier, when you are designing a default font that is going to be used across what multiple applications, different languages, there is so much to be uh, so much skill that goes into like creating something like that, you know, and, and it's kind of because of all those requirements for, for a default font, I mean, in a way, you, that's not the emphasis, right? Or sorry, that's not like the main point of it. Like the main focus is like, uh, you know, a really like strong kind of aesthetic opinion or anything. Right. Um, I mean, I think, I mean, I think it's yeah. something that I as a designer work on that level. And I think, or, or like maybe this is kind of the idea of like, what is, you know, A, with this whole contest, which I think we should get into in a second, but like, what is because Microsoft in some way is like putting on these khakis and being like, this is my this is my operating mm -hmm. system is putting on this Marona mm -hmm. shirt and being like, welcome mm -hmm. to, you know, like, what can I help you with or whatever, you know, like it's sort of mm -hmm. like it's mm -hmm. it's taking that on as it's it's like I mean, I think it's almost like it's putting on like it's like it's hip glasses or whatever. It's like, it's using its glasses. It's like the, <laughs> the screen is its face. And then, you know, Calibri is like, <laughs> is like a pair of glasses. Do you know what I mean? Like, and so it's like, what are they, what are they signaling? So like, I think Microsoft, I think the thing that I think is interesting about designing interfaces, if you look, I did some looking into like, sort of like, defaults and interface design and mm -hmm. you know so many there's so many articles out there and there's I mean there's a lot of writing about it you know like but a lot of people sort of like zero in on a few of these different traits about sort of mm -hmm. default fonts and like interface design mm -hmm. and it's like I think it's probably nine or 9.5 out of 10 are sans serif you know like I mm -hmm. think there's a lot of like these things that go into it that I think have kind of like coalesced around um, like, I don't know if it's all like deep research. Do you know what I mean? I think some of it is. Yeah. And I think some of it is yeah. just like, well, this, well, everybody else has this and this means a certain kind of communication, you know, like, mm -hmm. and I think it's interesting that like, I think Microsoft is trying to communicate a certain kind of neutrality with this neutral mm -hmm. seeming typeface. Um, mm -hmm. And then I think also the other thing that I think is interesting is that because Microsoft is such a ubiquitous computing system and so many mm -hmm. people use it and so many people use mm -hmm. it who who are using the defaults or whatever, that it ends up becoming this like stand-in for boring design. Do you know what I mean? Where it's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like mm -hmm, if you mm -hmm. see a piece of paper somebody printed out like if you get a letter and it's in this font you sort of mm -hmm. go like 
oh, this person just didn't, they left it on. Whatever Microsoft gave them, they left it on. They're not thinking about this, whatever branding they're doing, whatever thing they're thinking about, you know, like, and so it's, I think it starts to stand in as a designer, as somebody who's like critically looking at this as something that makes me squirm a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. I'm a little bit like, mm-hmm. uh-oh, uh-oh, defaults, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. I wondered like what, I mean, I think, what do you think Microsoft is trying to communicate by doing this contest? That's a really interesting question. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, for me, it's a little hard to say, but my hypothesis is, uh, you know, I think they are more or less or somewhat aware that their user base is more aware of aesthetics and... Um, design than maybe like back in 2007 Mm. people have more of an opinion around these things so maybe that's that's one reason Um, right i mean i think i think that they are honestly trying to kind of like make a like percentage play for like apple users do you know what i mean like for people who mm -hmm. are like oh microsoft they're thinking about typography oh i never thought about microsoft and typography oh Mm -hmm. look at these fonts oh interesting you know like i think it's just like (laughs) if you were like on the edge you know you'd be like oh maybe i'll check that out or so i I don't know if that really works but i feel like that's the play right maybe yeah 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 i think that some of these font choices though are really intriguing like the five fonts that are on the that are on the list um of options like the second font in in the screenshot wait 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 wait. let's do a rundown let's do a rundown of the fonts oh i don't have the designer's names Get anything from these names, but um, so there are currently yeah, there's five fonts that are in consideration, um, mm-hmm. and I'll just run down the names, and then I want to I want to shout out the creators. So the first, yeah. the there's a font called Tenorite. Tenorite. There's a font called Beerstat. Beerstat. There's a font called Grandview. Grandview. Seaford. And Skeena. <laughs> okay, and so Tenorite is by two designers, Aaron McLaughlin and Wei Huang. Beerstat is by someone named Steve Mattison. Grandview is by Aaron Bell. Seaford is by to- Tobias Frere Jones, Nita Stolsinger, and Fred Schalkras. And Skeena is by John oh. Hudson and Paul Hanslow. And some of these people, I'll just say, like I looked them up earlier, they're super interesting. I, I recommend everybody check out their sites and stuff. Um, some of them are super, I mean, they're all super talented and I want to shout them out before we talk about these and just really make sure to emphasize that they're too, the, the typefaces, whether we like them or not, are super well built. And I mean, I didn't know that Tobias Fair Jones and Nina Stossinger we're working on one of these at all. That's crazy. Yeah, That's and I awesome. think, um, I'll have to look it up. Let me let me see, because also, um, Wei Huang has made some really interesting fonts as well. Um, yes. Wei and, Huang made Work Sans, yes, which I love. Yes, yeah. totally. Yeah. So I guess that's one thing that I want, <laughs> exactly. Um, so I wanted to say one thing too, like there's, they all have some really interesting stuff. And I feel like I don't want to like conflate any critique that I have of these particular typefaces or any anything that I'm noticing with like their work because they've all made really interesting 
you know, interesting fonts and they're doing really interesting work and they're all at the top of their game, you know, like, I don't know. So I just want to like be clear about that. Like I'm not, I don't know. I just want to like shout that out before we get into looking through these fonts. Um, Cause yeah, I think they're all, they're all really interesting. Um, but um, okay. So we got these five fonts and I wanted to run through each one and get, get your impressions. What's interesting to me is comparing this article from Microsoft to the article from Wired, and I actually find it hard to draw any kind of conclusion around the typeface, uh, each typeface, because of the way that these illustrations of the typeface are composed. Yes. It's hard to know. Yes. Like, what am I comparing this to? Right. And like, and it, and it kind of sucks because like I love like how each type designer is like speaking to the letter forms and everything but then to not be able to see them all consistently you know uh set, in different sides you know, yeah and, yeah like and and one line so like one line per font like that would be like very helpful I <laughs> totally think. which again um, which I mean I think this is why this whole process is really confusing because it's like the way that they've set it up as if they're doing this vote, but they're not really doing a vote because they're not really even presenting the typefaces for consideration. You know what I mean? Like, right. and then yeah. they've chosen these five already that are very similar. So they've narrowed it down all the way. They're not letting us actually pick them. And then they're asking people to like, look upon them without actually seeing them like, and to analyze them, like, it's like, if they were interested in, like, what typographers thought, or, like, font freaks, or whatever, like, they would, yeah. they would put the type samples up, do you know what I mean? But they're not, yeah. like, and, like, <laughs> and, yeah, and then, like, voting by tweet, like, I just went to the Twitter thread, and it's just, a, it's a hot mess, like, no one's saying anything, or, oh, totally, you can't, tr you can't trace, like, what's even being said, the cutest thing so, like, is, what's the whole point, the cutest thing is on, um, <laughs> on this, <laughs> There's <laughs> all these different journalists, I guess we're journalists who have picked this up, but all these journalists, yeah. I don't know, are we journalists? We're commentators, I guess. Anyways, all these different <laughs> people have picked this up and there's this one website, which I had never heard of before. You know, this, this, this uh, podcast always takes me to some of the weirdest places, but um, <laughs> one of these websites I found is called Presentation Point. And oh. it like goes, it's just like, I don't know. It feels like it's a Wait, weird. link me. <laughs> link me. <laughs> I, you don't need to, I don't know if you need to see it, but. Okay. No, it sounds good. <laughs> I'm sending sounds you, bad. Okay, I'm sending you to a presentation <laughs> point. But, um, so on presentation point, the funniest thing is they go through the whole thing. They give these quick things. They actually have uh -huh. good type samples on here better than a uh -huh. lot of the other um, sites, which I thought was interesting. Um, mm -hmm. But they all, all the type samples also, here's another thing, have this like faded color backgrounds. Like yeah. one is orange, one is green, <laughs> one is like gray. Like, I don't know who picked the colors. I don't know why that exists. Um, yeah. But anyways, one of the coolest things is at the bottom. Oh wait. Oh, it's not on this website. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. There's one. No, comment, it is. There's one comment yeah. on this post. What, what does it say? What does it say? It just Skeena. says Skeena. Skeena, that's it. <laughs> Dijon so someone... on May fourteenth, twenty twenty one at fifteen twenty one said Skeena, and that's so... it. Somebody it's, voted. It's, it, that's it's done. It's done. Dijon that's or Dijon like, or however you say that name. I'm sorry. Um, it's Tina, like I think that's it. That's it. That's it. It's like, <laughs> We're I done. Like that's here. like what. I feel like if Republicans had their way, 
this would be like how the U.S. election is done. Like you'd be like, yeah, I voted. They'd be like, where'd you vote? Be like, oh, I turned my vote in at like the local subway. And they'd be like, oh, Subway's not collecting votes. And they'd be like, ah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Joe Biden. You know, like, and you just, like, turn it in anywhere. Like, you just turn your vote in, like, wherever. And, like, some you're places. At, like, you're at, like, the Auntie, Auntie Annie's at the mall. You, Can I get my cinnamon sugar pretzel, please? Also, I'm going to vote for Bernie. Right. And they're just like, we're actually not taking votes right now. But they have a ballot box, like, sitting there. And they're like, these votes are not being counted. And they're like, okay. But it's all every restaurant has, like, a ballot box there's inside just, of it. There's just, like, five pounds of cinnamon sugar in the ballot box. And it's like, just for wait a minute, wait nasty a minute. hands. I, I could go for that. I could go for that. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I just love that. I love that one person just commented, Skeena. Um, so Skeena got one. <laughs> vote according to this website which has nothing to do with the process anyway um but yeah i don't know i just like i feel like it's like it's frustrating i don't know and and yeah like we said before i think i think this i think this would be way cooler you know i think it speaks to this idea of like i think when they're designing this default they're designing this thing that's supposed to be what's it called like neutral in some way like Asking people to vote on this, I feel like is very misguided because what goes into deciding these, this system, A, yeah. is like yeah. readability, usability. Because if you put yeah. it out to everybody, they'd be like, yo, Gaudi old style, yo, you know, whatever, Birchwood. Yeah. Like people would be picking some dope ass, <laughs> you know, people would be picking some dope ass DaFont fonts. You know what I mean? If they had I love their way, that shit. You know what I mean? It would be like Fonty McFontface or whatever. Like people would be going Hell off, yeah. picking great stuff, but it would be totally yeah. useless and it would be pointless. Mm-hmm. So they've made this contest that isn't really real to highlight mm-hmm. what, you know, like, and I guess hopefully to highlight these designers and hopefully they're, you know, getting getting some praise or whatever for their for their work but um Mm -hmm. i don't know i just think it's such a misguided way of presenting it because i think they're just eager to talk about their redesign and this was like their way of doing it 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 does it does do the the hard work a disservice you know right like i'm i I mean i don't know about you my my favorite is beer stat to be honest and it might just be that might just be that um, I, I'm kind of a sucker for Swiss typography, like right. low-key, which is, like, maybe, like, kind of a weird thing coming out of my mouth specifically, you know? Right. Like, you know, like, Helvetica, <laughs> bleh, you know, like, ugh. But, like, honestly, Beerstadt, just the proportions of everything, the one thing that I am not a fan of is the the number set is a lot bolder than... Oh, interesting. Uh, the, the all caps and the, the sentence case. Or sorry, right. title case. Right. That, I don't know if you noticed that, but that was like the first thing that jumped out to me. But uh, you know, in terms of the letter forms themselves, I feel like across all five, they're drawn with the most uh, sense of balance. And like the Q is like actually, I quite I I quite like the Q. Like um, I don't know about you, but the letter Q for me is a big. Um, make or break. Yeah. Uh, letter. Right. Because uh, there's a lot of bad cues out there, like. Um, I, I do not like the Q on Skeena I do not all. either. I don't like the, I don't like much about the font. I have not, I don't know if I have much nice to say I, about that You know, that the one. thing, the thing is though, like, if, I, I do like the bolder weights of Skeena and I could see it being used in a similar way to, I don't know if you were back on the Tumblr back yeah, in, sure, uh, sure. what, like 2010, 2011 or whatever, people were taking these fonts from like the 50s, 60s 
and kind of using them in this like display way but that but they were using it as a display typeface but they were like um kind of messing with like the placement of it and all this stuff like i don't know if you remember seeing lydian all over the place hmm. lydian lydian no. cursive i don't know like I don't know that I... was like being like overly used and like skina doesn't look like lydian but it reminds oh, yeah. me of that vibe of like kind of a kind of a chintzy campy kind of font that like if you misuse it could kind of look potentially good right um, right right so right, skina's right. kind of like my second favorite and then Tenorite, I would get I, I guess is like my third but like there's something about the spacing that feels like there's a lot of space in between the letters I think I, I also was drawn to beer set. I don't know if they're going to go for it, though. I feel like it's... I think they're going to What do you try... feel like is winning? What, do do well, you know what's winning? I don't. I don't think there's any way to know. I think I think they're not going to go for... <laughs> I think they're not going to go for beer set because, you know, ultimately, in a lot of ways... You know, because I was looking at this idea of, like, designing defaults and, like... You know, it's like, what's the most legible font? What's the most... This? It's all... It's fairly subjective. You know, like, there's not, like... Mm-hmm. You know, it's like why change Calibri? It's, it's legible. It's doing this thing. Like it's accessible, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. Why not update it Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, like, and, uh, you know, what it is, it's kind of this branding move. And I feel like if they go onto Beerstat, they're getting too into like Apple territory. And I don't think, yeah, you know what? I think they're going to want to separate themselves from Mm -hmm. that, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're going to, as much as like, I feel like they're going to go for Tenorite, honestly. Like if you look at the letter forms, right, even the choice of the G, is like not one of those like fancy I don't know the name the terminology of it, you know, the kind with like the two yeah. loops. Yeah. Um I, I feel like they'll they'll go for Tenorite, which is to me like the most uh rudim like not kindergarten, but like you un- you understand the letter forms really quickly. Right. And it, it's know? got it's got some future in it or some like avenir or something. It's got it, something yeah, it's like sort of like an avenir meets century gothic to me a little right, bit. Right. Right. It does yeah. have that. Yeah, it and yeah, I feel like I don't like it. I bet if it had a heavier I'd go a little heavier for that the heavier weight. Or like, no, it doesn't have yeah. I don't know where the heavy Where's where's the heavy? I have to look at like three different websites to see <laughs> the different font samples. But you know what? That is so Microsoft. I it's know. Like, let's it's, make the information difficult show. to comprehend and yeah. like let's disseminate it in a weird way. I think the bold. I, yeah, I, I like the bold. I think the all caps looking at presentation points version of it. I think the yeah. all caps one is not does not look good. I do not like that font as like a titling all cap situation. I do oh, think it looks. Tenorite? Yeah, it looks better. Uh, in mixed case, and, yeah, uh, like the the sentence case yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the maybe is a bold if you did the all caps or whatever. So I don't know how flexible it's going to be for that kind of titling. At least for me, yeah, it feels like it. It uh, it, it the, the letters get it becomes like rectangles. Like I'm not able to like differentiate yeah. the forms or whatever. Like mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. where I do feel like even Grand View is it's more legible mm-hmm. in all caps. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. yeah, and I agree. I think beer set is, is, is also more legible. The, the roundness of the queue. It's a little, I don't know, something about it, but I do think Tenorite's going to win. That's my prediction. Maybe we should start a pool. Yeah, I think we Tenorite's pool. definitely going to win. Like I love the, the, uh, affinity for armchairs, um, in <laughs> Seaford. I love, I love that that is like one of the insp- points of inspiration for it. <laughs> Um, and I think it looks really nice, like when it's in the heavier weights. But yeah. that G, yo, ooh, it it bothers me. It looks like the bottom half is just 
it, it needs like a facelift or something. Like, Wait, I gotta find the, it. I gotta the find half it. Of the G? Like in the oh. presentation point, like it just there's something about it. It's it, like, oh, I got a little bit like I got my pants twisted. And, right, oh, right. Oh, it looks awful yeah. next to the O too, which is sad. It looks like it's yeah. from a different font. Yeah. It doesn't look. But it I, looks I mean, like. But I love the inspiration that it comes from, and and I definitely do like it bolder. There's actually, you know, I think in general, I like a lot of these bolder. But that might just yeah. be a personal preference. And then I feel like Grandview is just like a weird like combination of DIN and interstate. And it looks more like, it just looks too credit card. Like, oh, I, uh, which freeway do I get on? Right. Like, that's, just, that's just the vibe I get. Yeah, <laughs> I feel Grandview gives me the least of anything. I'm kind of like, yeah, it feels like. I don't know. I don't. I don't like any. I don't. I don't. I don't know if there's any of these letters that I find. I find exciting. Uh, it feels. It yeah. It makes me like sigh heavily. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. That's the vibe. That's all I have to say about that one. That's all I have to say. It makes me sigh heavily. Um, but yeah, you know, Skeena was the one that I was the hardest for me. I think that mm. it's something about, I think it's particularly, I like it better in the type sample than I do because the, the other place I was looking at it is when you see it, I don't like it bold. I like it in the narrower mm, face, uh, in the, in the, in the, in the whatever. Um, yeah. I think something about, because in the Wired article, it has like, this screenshot of like Skeena, Microsoft's next default font, yeah. which mm-hmm. is where this is pre- it's presented like this all over this image. Is, yeah. I think this is, yeah. yeah, the photo credit is from Microsoft, but I think this is an awful way of presenting it. <laughs> like, <laughs> because I just don't think like, <laughs> it just, I don't think the fonts look good that way. Like these bold, oh, the no, bold italic and not. all that. I mean, look at the margins around, like, the left and the right and then the top. It's, like, so close to the top. And then there's right. so much space on the bottom. And it's, like, you're not only doing the fonts a disservice, you're also doing your software a disservice. But, yeah, but it's, like, like if you look, I mean, it's, like, I think for the for the casual viewer, it's, like, I'd just be, like, huh, okay, I don't know. I guess this one looks fine. I don't know if they're, like, giving me that much. But looking at the type sample, I can see, or a sort of, this whatever, this version from Presentation Point. Thank you, Presentation Point, for doing this. <laughs> This Thank amazing you. thing. Presentation point. I'll sponsor. Hey, they get the shout out today. I don't know. I'm gonna. I mean, are they? It seems like they are a like PowerPoint, like tips and tricks website. Anyway, that's kind of amazing. Um, wow, I'm kind of into that. <laughs> I'm actually. into this, but yeah, 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 I think I can see the Skeena. Uh, you know, some of the the mixed kind of like width of not the width letter width, but the. Uh, what do you what do you call that like the stems and things like that i'm not that big i'm not i don't know a lot of type typography terminology yeah Um, yeah it's all good it's all good but safe um, space here yeah but they i mean it's got some it it, it does look a little better when it's not the mixed jumble of of like the light and heavy and italic and bold like all that it definitely looks a little better there they're committing a lot of like typography one-on-one crimes here like in this uh, screenshot, uh, so <laughs> that screenshot is ridiculous, yeah. and it's everywhere. Like yeah. if you look, if you Google this, it's that's like, like the image yeah. they put out. It's like it's like with Skeena, it's like when you went from like light to extra black, you know, like what? Yeah. Like yeah. it's just like what, what, why, why yeah. did you have to italicize next and default, and then not italicize font? Like <laughs> I don't know.
my final my final comments are um, really excited to see what uh, the future of Microsoft default fonts has to offer. And shout out to Microsoft Bob. Oh, oh yeah. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Microsoft yeah. Bob. Shout out to Microsoft <laughs> Bob, man. Microsoft Bob. I feel like I mean I think there's something interesting about like I don't know. I don't know what's interesting about it. It's sort of like creating a default, creating a sort of blank slate, I think is really mm-hmm. is really fascinating and I think mm-hmm an idea of like when you approach a piece of technology, like how, how inviting or how comfortable you might feel to put something into that or to interact with Mm -hmm. it in some way, I do think is Mm -hmm. really interesting. But I also Mm -hmm. just wonder about like, yeah, like, you know, you used to, you did this thing, you, you did this deep dive into like looking into these interfaces and you found Microsoft Bob, which I think is really fascinating for people who don't know about it. It's like, basically it seems to turn your like user interface into like a finely appointed drawing room. with like <laughs> books on the walls and like it has a computer in it looks like a eight bit there's like, a calendar room. on the mantelpiece which i assume if you clicked on it would be your calendar software right but like, which is amazing it, yeah and then it has like a, <laughs> it has like these different areas of your home that you would organize you have a your, dog you have a dog, dog you have all these helps things. you but there's like a tv where you'd like go for entertainment and there's like all these different things and i think there's something interesting which i think is really freeing about you know mm-hmm. like being able to create new and different apps that don't fit mm-hmm. into any of these categories, which I do think is mm-hmm. cool. It's like, where would you mm-hmm. put Tinder, you know, in this house? Oh, <laughs> like, does it I go have like a secret in the medicine sexy cabinet? room for like, that. Like private? Yeah. Is it like in the bedside yeah. table? Yeah. Like, yeah, you no, know. like it's, I don't, have you, but it'd be so have funny you heard to of like, the... It'd be so funny to go, like, instead of doing Zoom, we'd like meet in your well-appointed drawing room do you know what i mean and i can oh, like, I like see, that i can like yeah. see your apps yeah. and see what you're like oh helen like you left bumble like just on the coffee table <laughs> like, oh, oh oh i'm sorry like, oh did, did, I just, did i just leave that there it's like yeah, yeah and hinge like, and tinder right, and okay yeah, 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 totally. i'm sorry what Wait, you, what? Could, like, go to some, you could like go to a meeting in someone's like room or whatever, you know, but you'd see like instead of like having Spotify, it would have like posters of bands. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that would be really cool. Dude, that'd be so fun. Can you imagine, though, your room would be like 500 posters like there'd be posters on the ceiling and shit. You know? No, it would just be your like top three or whatever. Your most oh, latest, true. your most yeah, recently you, you're, listened to. You're actually to. like using logic. I'm just like thinking of like the expansiveness. Of right. Yeah, yeah. No, I do yeah, like yeah, that yeah. idea. Just be like a thousand <laughs> foot high wall. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you have a simulation of your pet. And like yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, your yeah, yeah. like rover app or your uh, wag or like whatever, like dog or, you know, dog totally. sitting, cat sitting. Totally, After but I you mean, have, you have like a simulation of your pet or something. I mean, I think this thing—the interesting thing about this conversation—is like it brings up this question of like, you know, a good default font for a printed book would be something like Garamond or Baskerville or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's because mm-hmm. of like what we think a book is, and we think what yes. we how we want yeah. to exist with that thing. And I do think yeah. it's interesting yeah. to see like what we decide or whoever people decide is a default font for these different experiences, like mm-hmm. kind of determines both like what we think it is 
determines what we choose to make on it, but like what people continue to choose to make on it, like the vernacular of it, it makes mm-hmm. us expect it. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then it changes what we yeah. think it is. But I think if we could like, I do like the idea. I know, and if we've talked about this before, of course, of like, rat like making these interfaces and different things, like allowing for more radical possibilities within them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I think there's still, you know, I, I, I just don't want these uses to become almost like unthinkable. I don't know if that right. makes sense, you know, yeah. like as we, I, you know, yeah. that's interesting as I, I just had kind of a thought when you were talking about, when you talk about like, um, <clears throat> the default fonts for like designing books and, or, or ideal fonts for designing books. Um, as an example, like, I think it would be so sick if we kind of took InDesign and like, brought it back to like letra set territory and we were able to like drag and drop and like compose with our hands and like mm. cut and paste like i would be like such a killer designer like, <laughs> if, if i could do stuff like that because like i just this this action of like clutching your mouse you know or like mm-hmm. dragging your fingy a- across the trackpad is very unnatural right um, when you right, think right, about right, composing right. you know All right, thanks for listening to us talk for whatever, like an hour about this one fake, this one fake election for, that's like illegitimate in all ways. We are speaking the truth. (laughs) Font democracy now. Um, Fight voter, fight font voter suppression. Uh, New episodes will be coming out about every two weeks. If you want to get more, you know what to do. Go to your podcast app, hit that subscribe button, um, and uh, or if you don't have a podcast, if you don't have a podcast app and you're listening to this somehow, give me a call. I'll give me. I don't. Email us if you have any questions or suggestions. Email us at forty trillion dpi at gmail.com. It's the number forty, the word trillion, and then dpi. You can email us there if you don't have if you don't know how to get the podcast. We'll tell you how to do it. And don't forget. To visit our website at designfreaks.cafe. See you soon. Brilliant! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop out. recording. If it, if it doesn't work, I'll-